Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Get Moving and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Listener Victoria wrote to me the other day and said, I have really skinny calves. So skinny that I'm starting to feel self-conscious about wearing leggings without high boots. How can I get my calves to match the rest of my strong physique? Well, Victoria, you're not alone. Tons of people have trouble building their calves. Just look at the photos of bodybuilding competitions even, and you'll likely see that more than half of the competitors have an imbalance or two, and it's usually centered around their calves. Heck, even Arnold struggled with that back in his early days. Believe it or not, working your calves is not exactly rocket surgery. (laughs) Calves are not a difficult body part to work, but they can be a very difficult body part to grow. The good news is that calf workouts don't tire you out like squats do, so you won't have to spend the rest of the day on the couch. And they also don't burn you out like a shoulder workout does, so you won't have to get some close friend to wash your hair for you. Calves are also pretty easy to foam roll and self-massage, so there really is no excuse to not add in some serious calf work into your plan. Now, the calf muscles may look like a complicated set of interlocking and intertwining bands of tissue, but in all actuality, they're not that wacky. So let's break them down. First, we have the gastronemius. Gastro is Greek for belly, and this muscle is what most people commonly refer to when they say calves. They're the most noticeable muscle in the lower leg, and they get the most activity during your everyday activities. The gastronemius is most visible when you're standing up. If you want to see them even more, try this. Stand up and raise your toes off the ground toward your shins. Now, look behind you at your lower legs. There, you'll be able to see your medial and lateral heads of the gastroc contract. Pretty cool, right? The gastronemius, or gastroc, may be the most obvious section of the calves, but it should not be the only one that you train, in the same way that your pecs are not the only chest muscles that should be worked on. We don't want to look funny, or even worse, move weird, right? No. No, we don't. Next part of the calf is the soleus. Now, soleus is Latin for soul, and yes, I mean the flatfish. And it is heavily involved in making your body stand up from a seated position. In bodybuilder terms, the soleus makes the back of your calf look wider. To find your soleus, sit down and put your hands around the back of your calf. 
Then raise your legs with only your toes, like you would if you were standing on your tippy toes. When you do this in a seated position, the soleus bears almost the entire load, while the gastronemius is nearly inactive. And the third part is the tibialis anterior. Located in the front of your lower leg, the tibialis anterior separates the inside calf from the outside calf, and often only makes itself known as the muscle that's involved in shin splints. The tibialis anterior is used for walking up hills or any movement that puts your toes on a higher plane than your heel. In bodybuilder terms, a well-developed tibialis anterior will make the lower leg appear larger and less bony, which makes it a bit of a vanity muscle, although it does serve as a good stabilizer in certain sports, exercises, and daily movement. Now, before we move on, a few words about the different types of muscle fibers and why they play an important role in developing your calves. Type 1 fibers, also known as slow-twitch fibers, which have a lower potential for growth and force output but are more resistant to fatigue. Then there's type 2 fibers, also known as fast-twitch fibers, which have a much higher potential for growth and force output than the type 1 fibers, but they fatigue sooner. A research paper called Human Soleus Muscle, a comparison of fiber composition and enzyme activities with other leg muscles, shows that composition of the muscle fibers of the gastronemius can vary significantly from person to person. For example, your gastroc might be as high as 60% fast-twitch fibers, the ones who have a higher potential for growth, while mine might only be 15%. So you will find it easy to add mass to your calves, while I'll have to fight tooth and nail for every millimeter of gained girth. Now, don't let that bum you out. Everybody can build their calves, just some of us have to work harder than others. Like all things, we are looking for quality, not quantity. Ultimately, it's not a great idea to work your calves out for more than 20 minutes max. That goes for most body parts, too. There's a thing called the law of diminishing returns, which I'm sure you have heard of outside of weightlifting, and it simply means that more is not always better. In fact, more can very frequently result in less. Now, let's break this down. Today's workout is three sets of seated calf raises, and don't worry, I'll talk about that later. Each set takes about 30 seconds of lifting and 90 seconds of resting. So... The time to complete this first exercise would be 3 sets times 30 seconds, which equals 1.5 minutes, plus the 90 seconds of rest times 3 sets, which equals 6 minutes. Now, there's usually only 3 calf exercises included in a good daily gym workout, so 6 minutes times 3 equals 18 minutes of total calf workout. Now, give or take some time for admiring yourself in the mirror, or if you're like me, wiping puddles of sweat off the equipment, and there you are. You're at 20 minutes. Now, the great thing about calves is that they can be trained along with other muscles in your routine. In fact, some leg exercises work multiple leg muscles, so most people suggest working calves along with hamstrings and quads. And while we're on that subject... Some people prefer to skip the specific calf work and simply do deadlifts and squats. And sure, both are superb exercises for the quadriceps, but they don't even come close to using the full range of motion from the calves. 
I would say that by doing squats to build your calves, you are leaving more than half of the benefits on the weight bench. So make sure you hit them specifically as well as incidentally on your leg day. Something else to keep in mind. It is important to do these exercises safely. So always warm up thoroughly first by doing some sun salutations, walking or jogging slowly for five to 10 minutes. And during the workout, Focus on using proper form and stay focused on what you're doing at all times. It can be really helpful to actually watch yourself in a mirror to make sure you're not collapsing or favoring one side over the other. Now, let's start with the standing calf raise with straight legs. Since the calf muscles, also known as the triceps surae, is an extremely powerful muscle group, you don't have to hesitate about working it out with some really heavy weights. To do the standing calf raise, you stand at the machine with your back straight. You place your shoulders under the pads or put a barbell across your back and place the balls of your feet on a foot plate. Then rise up by extending the feet while keeping the knees straight and hold the contraction for one to two seconds. Then return to the starting position and try to get a full stretch when you lower your heels. Then repeat to failure. The next exercise is called the donkey calf raise with straight legs. This exercise will increase the width of your calf muscles, and the reps should be in the 12 to 15 range to provide the best results. So first, you lean over, forming an L-shape with your torso and your lower body, and then stand on a small bench or a platform, allowing enough room for your heels to hang off the edge. Then hold on to something stable for support so that your torso is parallel to the ground, and then flex your calves, raising yourself up as high as possible before returning to the starting position where your calves are stretched and your heels are hanging off the edge of the platform. Again, do this 12 or 15 times, and hopefully you're getting close to failure by the end of that 15 reps. Otherwise, add some more weight. The next exercise is the seated calf raise with bent knees. And this one is great for increasing the size of your soleus. And again, the 12 to 15 rep range provides the best results. So you sit at the machine with your knees positioned under the pads and the balls of your feet placed on the foot plate. Then extend your feet and hold the contraction for one to two seconds. Then return to the starting position and try to get a full stretch again when you lower your heels. The next exercise is the leg press machine toe press with straight legs. And this exercise benefits the entire calf muscle group. Be certain to go all the way through full range of motion so you get the full development of the muscle. So you sit at the leg press machine and place the balls of your feet on the foot plate. Then push up onto the balls of your feet and hold the contraction for one to two seconds. Then return to the starting position and try to, once again, get a full stretch when you lower your heels. The next exercise is called the standing reverse calf raise with straight legs. This one really targets the tibialis anterior and training this one will add width to the front of your lower leg. So you stand under the Smith machine bar and place your heels on the platform, not your toes. Then you place your toes facing forward with a shoulder width stance. Then you push the barbell up by extending your hips and your knees until your torso is standing erect. The knees should be kept at a slight bend and never locked. 
Then raise the balls of your feet as you breathe out by extending your toes as high as possible and flexing your calf. Then hold that contracted position for a second or two before you start to go back down. Then slowly go back down to the starting position as you breathe in by lowering the balls of your feet and toes. Now here's one that people don't really think of sometimes. Jump rope. This can be thought of as a cardio exercise, but it also builds up your calf muscles. I mean, you will need to perform it for 30 to 40 minutes to get the best results for your calves, though. So, um, if you don't know how to jump rope already, I'll try to explain. Grab the jump rope with each hand, then jump with both feet with each turn of the rope. You can vary which foot takes the most weight and how quickly you move the rope to keep it interesting. Now, don't forget stretching your calves. Stretching along with your calf workouts will prime your legs for stronger movement and fewer injuries in the calves, as well as your hips and your hamstrings. So do each of these for a minimum of 30 seconds. And the first one is the calf stretch hands against wall. To do that, you stand a few feet from the wall and place your hands flat on the wall. Keep your back straight and push your heels against the ground. Now, don't use brute force, but rather relax into the stretch and don't forget to breathe. The next stretch is standing gastroc calf stretch. To do this one, you place your right heel on a step and extend your knee, and then you grab your right toe with your right hand and pull your toes upward toward your knee until you feel a stretch in your calf. Now, don't go too hard. Then, once you've held that for about 30 seconds, repeat the movement on your left side. And the final stretch is the stair stretch. To do this one, you stand on a stair with your right heel over the edge and lower it as far as you can. And that's about it. Just stand there and breathe. And then, of course, repeat it with your left heel. And yeah, don't use brute force for any of these. Make sure you're breathing into the stretch and relaxing. Okay. To finish off, here are a few rapid-fire tips to keep in mind while you're developing your enviably tree-trunk-like calves. Warm up for 5-10 to 10 minutes before each workout to fill your target muscles with blood and prepare them for the load. Avoid thick or rigid footwear to ensure a full range of motion and that your calves are actually doing all the work, not the foam in your shoe. Change your workouts frequently to avoid reaching a plateau or <laughs> getting bored. Now, although we are focusing on calves today, always train your entire body to maintain balance and symmetry. Remember to take a week off of training every two to three months to ensure your muscles are fully recovering. You can do other physical activities during that time. You don't just have to lay on the couch. You may need to join a gym to get access to more equipment and heavier and heavier weights as you grow stronger and stronger. Remember to rest at least one day between each calf workout. Don't work the same muscle group two days in a row, especially if you're looking for size gains. You can rotate through different foot positions with your toes straight, your toes slightly in, or your toes slightly out, since each position will actually activate your calves a little bit differently. Don't save your calf workout for when you're exhausted. Do it while you're fresh. Now at the bottom, I've mentioned this before, get your heels as low as they'll comfortably go. And at the top, make sure you're on your tippy toes with your calves fully contracted. Full range of motion is very important here.
Now, once you hit the top of your rep range, add 10 pounds. No, if you're doing a standing calf raise in the four to six rep range and you lift 100 pounds for six reps, well, then it's time to move it up to 110 pounds for your next set. And then you work with that until you can raise it for six reps and so on and so on. It's important to take the proper amount of nutrients and protein to sustain your exercises. And my friend, the Nutrition Diva, has some great info on how much protein you should eat. And I'll put a link to her article in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. And the final tip is, as with any bodybuilding protocol, make sure you give your body the appropriate time to rest and recover between each workout session. Train like a beast, recover like a champ. Aside from solving Victoria's problem of needing to wear boots with her leggings, our calf muscles are important in all of our fitness and lifestyle endeavors. They act as both the gas and the brake when we run. And when you're climbing a steep hill, that is your calf muscle in action. And coming down the other side of the hill, your calf makes sure that you don't wipe out. Now, according to a Runner's World survey of 14,000 injured runners, calf pulls were the second most common injury reported, and if you don't strengthen and stretch the lower leg, you're at risk of developing this. Plus, shapely calves are aesthetically pleasing. Toned calves complement pretty much any body type, especially ones with bulging muscles elsewhere. Strengthening and developing the thighs and glutes while ignoring the calves can compromise your muscular symmetry and, well, make you look like a balloon animal that's slowly deflating. And no one wants that, do we? My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.